Welcome everybody to another episode of the Double AK podcast. And today is a special one because we have here Mary Angela Ohanu with us, a fifth year medical student. And I'll let her introduce herself a bit and let's really get into this, this interview. Oh, well. <laughs> well, hello everyone. There's really nothing special. He said it all. I'm just, you know, basic. Yeah, <laughs> well, my name is Mary. Mary for short, like, you know, he said, I'm currently my fifth year in Ukraine, um, Eastern Europe. Um, and yeah, we've been planning this podcast for God knows how long, and yeah, I'm pretty excited yeah. tonight. Right now it's 10.23 p.m. my time, yeah. but hey, I'm so full of energy, and um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited about this. So hopefully I could, you know, share some insights and my experience and my history, my story, my journey, and hopefully you don't get bored. Well, thank you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Thank you very much for coming on today, uh, tonight rather. I know it's a bit late for you. No yeah, problem. No problem. Make all. the best of it. So <laughs> I think we need to just dive straight into the conversation, like talking. Yeah, about let's get right on. Mm-hmm. So you just mentioned that you are in Ukraine right now, medical school. Yes, in Ukraine. In Ukraine. So medical school in Ukraine. How did you get there? How did I get here? I got here by flight. <laughs> <laughs> I flew from wherever I came from. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So what's, so w- I guess the round of questions like, so why did you choose Ukraine? Well, a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons. And um, that um, dates back to like, you know, my journey, um, deciding to um, go into medical school. So I started off with um, in the Caribbean, St. Lucia to be precise, and I spent some time there. I started with um, undergraduate, the undergraduate, the pre-med program, and afterwards I went, I started medical school, and I moved to the States, and eventually, you know, I moved to Ukraine, so eh, you could hear, you could see that there's been a, you know, a little bit of moving here and there. But, you know, I'm very grateful for what the, where the journey has taken me to, where it has brought me to, and every step of the way, the experience and everything. So, yeah, um, to your question, I chose Ukraine because of so many reasons. First, I really want to be a doctor. I didn't want to drop out. <laughs> uh, secondly, and most importantly, it's... Um, it's a lot cheaper here. So financial, I had um, financial reasons and some personal reasons as well to, you know, coming here. So here I am. Voila. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, wow. That's, that's a lot to unpack there. So a Nigerian in U- um, Caribbeans, then America, then Ukraine. Oh, I'm going to save yes. that question for a bit la- later. People <laughs> <laughs> we are asking, wow, he has been everywhere. So Literally. I guess let's, let's, let's keep moving along. We'll get there. We'll get to the good part. So, so okay. stay tuned, everyone. So Perfect. I guess how much do you have left in the, your medical school journey? So a medical school here, all inclusive, is six years. But it's okay. seven years if you do the preparatory, uh, preparatory class. So they call it the PADFAC. So basically okay. that class is um, sort of a language class because... As you know, Ukraine is not an English-speaking country. It's okay. 
yeah, it's they speak um, Ukrainian language here and also Russian language. So that first, that um, you know, early stage, that first year is mainly to get you acclimatized to the language and all. But it's not, um, it's not mandatory. So you know, the mandatory years are six years. So um, I'm currently in my fifth year. So hopefully next year I go to my sixth year and that'll be it for me. So you didn't do that one year uh, mandatory. No, that. No, that was because I have like I have my pre med um, degree. I also have like I also started medical school, so I came okay. to Ukraine as a transfer student, not as a freshman. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So in terms yeah. of the language, you said that you you don't. It's not in English. How do you cope with that? So the country itself is a far is a. It's not an English speaking country, but in mm-hmm. school in the university. There are two um, mediums, there are two um, learning um, ways. So first, they have the English medium, and also they have the Russian medium. So I'm enrolled okay. in the English medium, medium so yeah, 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 that's okay. Okay, that, that's yeah. a big relief. So all your classes are in English? Every class is in English, yeah. Yeah, like, I could imagine yeah. a situation where you would have to learn another language, but goodness, thank goodness, yeah. that, at least. I guess there's some people that actually have to do that, like some people in different countries that have to learn a whole new language structure before they get into medical school. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Especially, like, when you're starting from um, scratch. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, um, speaking of language, like, even in um, fourth year, third year, fifth year, you know, we still learn the language. It's still a part of our curriculum. Yeah, so it's not, like, you know, out of it. Yeah, so we still learn the language. In class, in you school. Have to, like interact with patients to exactly, exactly. So mm-hmm. we learn the language as we learn other, um, other have take other classes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, yes. That's really cool. So, how was it? You you moved from home. You grew up in Nigeria. So yeah, born and raised the, in Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> so how was your experience? The moving away from home. How was that experience for you? It was a lot. I was, I was, well, I just turned 16 at a time. So 16 year old who has never left, you know, lived away from home. You know, I stayed with my parents the whole time. I didn't even go to budding school. So mm-hmm. I went to school from home. So, you know, everything was home, 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 daddy, 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 mommy, 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 mm-hmm. you know, making all the decisions for me, cooking for me, feeding me, you know, taking care of me and all. So, um, and you know, at, at that age, I was pretty young and naive. I didn't, I didn't even know. I had no idea what, you know, what leaving far away from home meant, you know, to me. So it was still very, you know, blurry. It was a very blurry mm-hmm. vision. But at the same time, you know, deep down, I was excited about it because, you know, I knew I was going to study medicine and med- you know, healthcare, the healthcare world has always been in my dream. I've always wanted to explore that part and everything. So knowing that I was, you know, I was going to um, gain knowledge for something that I was very passionate about made it a lot better for me. So I feel like I'm deviating a lot from no, <laughs> the, the subject matter. Okay. All right, so um, so yeah, moving home, moving away from home was it was a lot, you know. There was a lot of like unprocessed feelings, you know, that I had at a time that I still haven't even processed yet. But um, I was I was very excited and I was very optimistic at the same time. So that definitely made all the difference in the world, 
you know, because I'm saying this because, you know, even in the flights where we um, were, you know, the flight that I took, there were a bunch of students there. Most of, well, some of them did not want to study medicine. They were going and backing on that journey because of their family, because of, you know, some reason or the other, other than they, you know, that's what they wanted to do. So, you know, you could see that, you could tell the difference, you know, in the whole enthusiasm and everything. You know, some people were super excited, like, yo, I'm ready to conquer the world. Why someone like, eh, I'm okay, you know, whatever, you know, that type of thing. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, so it was, it, it was what it was. I was, I was, I was ready to, you know, embrace whatever was out there for me. You know, I when I tell my story, people tell me how brave I am. But, you know, I guess that's that was being brave. But I didn't think about it that way um, at the time. So, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, hopefully that answers wow. your question. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of trivia here. We went to the same secondary school. FGC yeah, we Worry. did. FGC Worry. Shout yeah. out to... That to the great, right. our great alma mater, <laughs> alma mater and we'll be no, I would, we would be forever grateful to FGC for, they, they laid a very, very solid foundation for us. Yeah. I, I could tell you that. They definitely laid a good foundation for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to deviate a tiny bit here because I remember no problem. those, um, those um, competitions. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the extracurricular activities that we had to yeah. do was, it was definitely a plus for me. Yeah. yeah the like, first time I ever visited Abuja was, easy. you know, from something. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So to travel different places, like different inter-school competitions, somewhere debate, somewhere tech, somewhere which one was that abuja one what did you guys so it was so so for me that was so it was a bunch of like basically artistry you know i think Uh yeah it was mostly arts so different parts of arts right so it could be in science science related technically related Mm -hmm. you know social science things like that so it was a it was really exciting because we got to the place and it was like oh my god like everyone had something to showcase both students and non-students. So it was a very, very exciting um, journey experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I, I would say for me, my favorite trip, eh? oh, Lord. <laughs> my favorite one was in Lagos, going to Lagos. Um, yeah? Which one was that? Was it the debate competition? No, not the debate. It was the, it was the science competition, all the Unity schools. It was this uh-huh. science contest. So we had built a, even before I came, they had built a this um i think it's gas tank water tank it like converts okay. waste it converts like pure water okay. rubber into mm-hmm. a gas that um can be used reused in, okay. in energy housing and everything so okay. we, had, we had made that so they were like okay need someone to be a spokesman for it and to talk a bit about mm-hmm. it so i was like okay let, let's go when we got to lagos they get they flew us to lagos we took we on a, on a plane yeah, oh, nice! Arrived, Look at that, fancy. We now had we had an escort, police escort in this big wow. van, like all the different schools together, front and back. Oh, wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, we, we were spoiled, nicely spoiled. I feel so <laughs> jealous right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What? I, because we had to take we had to take the bus, the school bus from Worry uh-huh. to all the way to Abuja, and it was like uh-huh. twelve hours or something. Yeah. And unfortunately, the driver didn't even know where we were going. Like we literally ah. got to Abuja, like welcome to FCT, and we're just asking like, 
Where are we going? Where are we not? It was yeah. 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 No, but that that was that was one of my top experiences. And something that okay, I don't think I should say this. But I think it's enough enough time has passed since okay. it happened. So I think okay. will, will it's safe to say it's safe to say. Yeah. From that competition there was a the winning prize was supposed to have like a oh boy. Uh. <laughs> this story is about to get out of the world. The winning <laughs> prize <laughs> It was supposed to be a new library, a new building erected in school. Ah. Yeah. Did you guys win it? No, we didn't. Okay. So, we were close, though. They said that my presentation was really good. I was supposed to win. The, the people that won it, they did a Zobo presentation. They okay. used Zobo Leaf to make um, marker ink. Uh-huh. So okay. that mar- So, they used that to refill the markers so they can have rese- renewable energy for the markers and whiteboard markers. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they were to fly them to France for the final competition. But mm-hmm. at the end of that competition, the, the winning prize, the school, they got the, a trip to France, some money, and then a new school library was going to be erected because of them. So what we agreed <laughs> after the competition <laughs> is that when we get, we get back to school, we just tell them that the event went well. We'll never ever mention that there was a prize, like a library that ever Damn huge. Oh my gosh. So we just covered it quietly. You know, just speaking of, because hmm, I can remember like when you guys, when you guys, you know, left, I knew it was, you know, it was a big deal. And then when you guys came back, we were like, oh, how was it? How was it? We were like, oh, yeah, it was okay. It was all right. I was like, hmm, something was fishy there. Yeah, we, we kept that a secret. Like, well, thanks for clarifying it. Yeah. <laughs> At least now, nobody really <laughs> cares much now. So, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay, with our side rant out of the way. So, I'll ask you a question. What is it like living in Ukraine right now? What is it like living what? Ukraine. In Ukraine? Yes. Okay, that's a very that's a very broad question. Yes. Do you want to go like, into specifics or um, anything? And not not particularly in relation to school. Okay. Life wise, like cultural wise. Mm-hmm. In co- so obviously, I have to compare yes. it to. Yes. Um, okay. Yes. yes. Um, Ukraine. You, so first thing, that, one thing I'm gonna say is that my idea of Ukraine before coming here mm-hmm. was. It, it changed, like, when I got out of the airport, mm-hmm. you know. I, I imagined it to be a very third world, raggedy mm-hmm. at, forgive my words, <laughs> in a rough place and <laughs> crazy and all. But coming to the airport, getting off the airport, and so I landed in Kiev. So Kiev is the capital of um, Ukraine. I'm currently in um, Kharkov, right? So... Mm-hmm. How do I explain Kharkov? So Kharkov is the Lagos of Nigeria. White Kiev okay. is the Abuja of Nigeria. Make sense? Okay. Yes. That's yeah. Okay. So um, I, I came in through Kiev and, you know, driving from the airport to my apartment, it was just, wow, this is, this is really beautiful. This is really great. You know, the, 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 the weather at the time was perfect for me. Um, everywhere was just great, you know, like... So in comparison to America, so there's so many aspects of leaving, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in a, in a foreign country. So um, in comparison to, so let's start with cost of leaving. Cost of living mm-hmm. here to, in America to America is, you can't even start comparing. 
-hmm. you know, so it's life here is way um, cheaper. Um, what else can I say? Transportation. Transportation is like you literally get off your house, stand at the bus station, at the train station, the, you know. So there's the bus, there's the tram, there's the trolley bus, there's the regular bus, there's also um, the, the underground train. And then they have the tr the tram. The tram is like the overground train. They usually have it in like Europe. You come out, you literally less than five minutes. You get you know you you see a, a train coming. So transportation here is way easier, you know, and cheaper as well. Um, cost of living generally is is more affordable. Education here is also, you know, more affordable. And um, I feel, I don't know I don't want I don't want this to come out the wrong way but mm -hmm. I feel like in Europe in, you know in comparison to America you actually get to leave here you know you actually get to take long walks like you could literally walk from here to God knows where you know and um, just enjoy the little things the big things go to restaurants just go out to the park go out to the beach go out to um, you know, just places like you get to actually leave here because things, one, things are a lot more affordable. And secondly, like, you know, if things are just more accessible, you know, if that makes sense. You know, you could buy, buying stuff, you know, buying stuff is a lot, you know, easier and stuff. America is great too. Don't get me wrong. America is great. It's just, it's life there is so much more expensive. There's so many things to consider. For example, to just to go out to a restaurant, or just to have a nice time, you have to think like, okay, I probably have to stab myself for like two weeks or something just to, mm -hmm. you know. But here you could, you know, so I feel like in general, you can actually, life here is a lot more enjoyable, you know, in Europe in general, not just Ukraine, in Europe, you know, that vibe that I could walk down the road, you know, for hours. Um, I could, um, I could just walk to the park. I could just take the train easily i could just you know do stuff easily it's just it's just more doable and more enjoyable here and um i was going to mention something um and then the dress style the dress sense here on the other hand i will mention okay. that oh my god it's it's hard when i mean hard i mean like 98% of the population it's hard to to come out and see someone dressed rough roughly mm -hmm. like okay. If it's winter, people are dressed nice suits, nice pants, nice shoes, nice hats, hair well done, nails polished. Like everyone is looking very nice and decent, you know. As opposed to America, <laughs> everyone is Russian and uh, yeah, the hustle yeah, and the bustle. bustle. I get that, hustle you know, the life there fits. Exactly. And, you know, you know. Yeah, so, you know, that's another thing. You know, just are just the little, you know, the little um, things that, you know, I could uh, mention in general. Yeah. You know, just to give yeah. you, like, a, you know, a raw experience of what, you know, Ukraine is or Europe is as opposed to, like, you know, America. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and just to give the audience a perspective, a better perspective. So what areas of America were you in in your time when you, mm -hmm. were, when you were there? So when, while I was in America, I was majorly in Chicago, Chicago okay. was my place. That's where I lived. But then I got to um, visit different states and different cities as well. So I visited New York. I visited New Jersey. I visited um, L.A., California. Mm -hmm. I visited um, Indiana. Mm -hmm. I visited um, Champaign. Champaign is in mm -hmm. Illinois as well. 
but not mm-hmm. in Chicago. Um, I also visited um, uh, uh, what's the name? Um, Acron, uh, where's LeBron James? Where is he from again? Uh, <laughs> wait, is it where he's from? Oh my goodness, that's where, where he's from. <laughs> Sorry, uh, no, 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 yeah. it's fine. Uh, Akron, it's, it's uh, somewhere in uh. Yeah, so I got to visit other cities as well, but then um, Chicago was my base. Okay, okay, that's, that's, yes. that's really cool. And that's really nice to know that comparison, like to have that um, two-culture perspective. Like, not, in fact, you have more than a two-culture perspective. Like, you have been to many places, so you see things more, I guess more broadly than someone who hasn't really had those experiences so it's really really good sure sure so let's let's dive in so what what are your professional goals that's that's a that's a huge um, question so professionally um as a doctor Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, my goal my primary goal i i try to remind myself this uh, you know especially when i when i want to make like you know life decisions major life decisions and as a doctor, my main goal is to bring um, healing to people, to care for people, to treat people, to um, to be able to be there for people, you know, for someone in their most vulnerable states and just mm-hmm. have that opportunity to be the one that could cure them, quote, quote, and could... Um, you know, just make them feel better in general. You know, I always say that I never want to be that person or that doctor who makes, you know, a person feel worse than they were. You know, instead, I want to make them feel better. You know, so the primary goal, the number one goal is to um, make sure, assure my patients that they feel safe around me because of my experience, because of my knowledge, you know, true you know, my experience as a doctor or whatever. And, you know, that's, I think that's, that's the primary goal to, to bring healing, to care for patients, to care for people, you know, and, you know, also in as much as yes, professionally, you're a doctor, but I'm human first. So I was human. I'm human first before being a doctor. So, you know, I don't have to be, this just goes to everyone out there, right? You don't have to be a doctor to do this for people, right? You don't have to be a doctor to care for people, to treat people, to, you know, just provide um, comfort to the next person by you. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. That's, that's really good. That's really good. So, what is your motivation behind your journey in life? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so, my motivation, my, my family is... They've, um, they've given me everything I have, hands down, no doubt about that. And so my family, they definitely motivate me every day. They um, keep me going. Um, they, um, they, they, make, they make everything what the while, you know, because there's, there are times that you just sit down and you're wondering, do I, do, why am I even doing this? Is this even what it at the end of the day? Is it something I'm going to come out and just be like, oh, yeah, I did it and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, just thinking back, you know, I feel like when I'm not doing it for myself, I'm doing it for my family. Mm-hmm. You know, and that definitely, you know, keeps me motivated. Another, um, another motivation that I have is there's just so much suffering in the world today. 
you know, in little ways, big ways, you know, it's just, it's just so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Am I, am I, am I going to sit down here and say that, oh, when I become a doctor, I'm going to alleviate every suffering, every, you know, sickness, diseases? That's BS. That's, that's no, you know, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, in my little way, you know, as much as I can, I'm, you know, going to try to make a difference, you know. In any way, it doesn't have to be, you know, big. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be fancy. But I'm going to try to play my part, you know. I'm going to try to, um, you know, do the little things that I can, you know, yeah. it, you know, within my profession and outside of my profession as well. So that is another um, motivation that I that I have, yeah. And it's really funny that you mentioned family because I've started to see that, like, I mean, culturally speaking, like, okay, family values are more pertinent, like, in Nigeria, I'm guessing, like, an African setting. I okay. mean, this is, this is from what I've seen. I mean, family is important to abroad, but it seems like family is, like, a real motivating factor in terms of, like, school schooling, like that support system of having family who people behind you who are encouraging you is like really really valuable to have that's very true yes mm-hmm. and yeah. i've seen some friends like in america and they're like oh yeah i'm doing this by myself i'm, I'm going to go by myself exactly and i know what <laughs> And speaking speaking of you know I, you you also hear some people I'm not judging anybody you know I don't I'm not judging ever well it's just you also hear some people I've come across a few people who are like oh um, I'm estranged from my father I'm estranged from my family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm like hmm, yeah how do you do that like how because yeah. I don't know like <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'll be I don't know where I'll be without my family like I yeah. I can't wrap my head around you know that yeah. but. Yeah, it's I'm I would say I'm very privileged to you know to have you know people who really you know care for me, who are there for me, who literally give up everything for me, you know, just to yep. see me succeed and all. So it is it is a blessing in disguise. I'm I'm gonna say that. Yeah. A very big blessing. Very yes, big blessing. it is. hmm And with that we're gonna transition like so what is like the role of, of friends and classmates? How how have they played into your journey so far? So you know, like I like I was saying, um, you know, like especially moving to the Caribbean, actually moving anywhere, moving to the Caribbean, moving to America, moving here, you meet people from all literally all parts of the world, you know, like I never, places that I never was like, oh, okay, I never knew this country existed. And it's like, here, you know, here I am, you know, and it's, it's great, you know, cause you, you get to learn a lot, you know, about the experience, where they come from, what motivates them. So basically all those questions that, you know, I've been asked, you know, you get to learn to, to also see their own side of, you know, of how they feel about the whole thing, like what, what motivated them, what, um, what passion, like what, what their passion was and mm-hmm. what drove them to, you know, this. And I could say that I've learned so much, you know, I, I never really used to be an open person to friends and just hanging out and stuff. But, you know, having lived here is like, yo, 
bring it on. Like I'm, I'm fine <laughs> with anybody really, mm-hmm. you know. So um, they, d- I've definitely learned a lot, you know, academically, socially, emotionally, mentally, you know, relationships, human relations, things like that. You know, I've learned so much, and they definitely have influenced me. You know, into um, seeing that, you know, in life you can't you can't go through life alone. You know, you need yeah, friends, you need good people, you need. Um, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Okay, because I the network thing kind of was showing red. Okay. Yeah, it's um, it's like. But it's working, right? I just I'm just making yeah, sure everything's good. good. Okay. Yes. All right. Perfect. Um. So yeah, they definitely have taught me a lot. You know, you meet a bunch of rich kids. And you're like, hmm, this must be nice. Yeah, <laughs> I emit nice. a bunch of like, God, please, can I, can I, can you just help me pay my tuition <laughs> fee the next year? You know, and it's like, okay, all right. You know, you you also, I, you know, I also met a lot of, you know, people that were like me, you know, in terms of my background and, you know, upbringing and, you know, social character and, you know, personality and stuff like that. So. You know, I also learned from them in as much as they're like me, but they're not exactly like me. So I did learn a lot. You know, I, I literally, I always say that I literally went from being the, the most um, timid person to being the most, you know, outspoken person. And that was because of, you know, the people that I had around me. So yeah, they definitely taught me a lot. And, you know, day by day, I'm a lot more open to meeting people and just, you know, being, um, available to help people you know i learned good things i learned bad things um bad things in the sense that it's not bad per se but like you know knowing that okay hmm, not everyone out there is set out for you know what they seem to you know be so just life in general you know they taught me a lot so they definitely have played i i you know i have a few friends you know right now not very many but you know, in as much as a few, I have definitely learned a lot, and they have shaped my life in ways that I never thought was possible. So yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's that's really that's really nice. And I always like think about this um, analogy. Like, there's some people that are with you in the journey, like for for life, and there's some people that are just there to hold your hand along the way. So that there are people that you come across, friends that are just for a season that. You guys uh, collaborate, um, help each other Exactly. Out, and then you don't see them or talk to them for like the next 10, 10 15 years. Exactly. And then you're like, but you're forever grateful for the time you spent with them. And there True. are others that just, you have gone, but others are still there. So it's like, it's it's a wonderful network. And for what you're it saying is. too, like it has been, it seems like there has actually played a really great role in yeah. getting to you to where you are right now. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's definitely. let's move on. So what is this is like one of the grand questions like I mean these are grand questions in life but I guess we, I guess we ask them just to compare notes maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is one of the biggest things you hope to accomplish in your life? Mm-hmm. Biggest things. Oof, that's that's a huge question. That's probably like the biggest question ever. Um hmm. uh, that's that's a huge question. So where do I start from? I feel like, okay, I'm gonna try to like summarize it and then probably just explain it a little better. Um, so fulfillment and satisfaction is is definitely like my biggest goal. Mm-hmm. So that obviously is a broad term. It's a big mm-hmm. big term because I mean, what the hell is fulfillment? 
could be mm-hmm. fulfillment in so many things. And for me, um, I just want to feel fulfilled, right? I just want to feel like, you know, the reason, the purpose of me coming to this earth or for God sending me down here is, you know, I want to feel like, I want to know that I am doing it. I'm living that life. I'm living that goal, that dream, that plan that God has for me. I'm living it day by day, you know. So that is definitely the biggest goal. And there's so many ways to um, achieve that, you know, that goal of being fulfilled. One of which is being more, um, growing more in my spiritual life and just having um, a growing faith and expanding more in my faith and, you know, obviously, you know, there are ways, there are other ways to do that. So that definitely um, would help me, you know, understand the plans God has have for me, has for me. And it would definitely, you know, help me, um, you know, live a more fulfilled life. So that's one. Another way could be um, the passion which I chose, living that passion every day, day by day, doesn't matter what it is. It could be within healthcare. It could be, you know, within medicine. It could be outside of the scope of, you know, healthcare. But definitely, yeah. you know, having that thing, that passion that I have, that drive, that thing that drives me every single day, living that dream, that definitely is another way um, I could um, uh, feel fulfilled in life. Another way could be, um, is, not could be, but is um, I'm definitely improving in my physical health. You know, so self-care is my number one, one of my number one goals and just mm-hmm. t- really taking care of myself, living healthy, eating healthy, you know, and it doesn't just, it doesn't just um, stop at the physical. It also goes, you know, to the mental because if you don't have a positive energy around you, if you don't have good people around you, if you don't have a, a, a you know, a positive vibe and energy that, ha- that affects you mentally and that leads to stress and that in turn could cause a lot of you know, um, biological, um, damages or whatever. So, you know, improving in my, um, physical health is another goal for me, you know, every day there is, there's really no limits to that. Um, another way could be, um, having a proper mindset, having a positive mindset, you know, to help me get through whatever life throws at me, you know, because life, you're going to have so many challenges on the way, but having the right mindset, you know, to be able to face the challenges that life throws at you is is a whole different aspect that you you certainly cannot um, feel fulfilled if you don't have that. You know, so that that is you know another way for uh, me to do that. Financial stability mm-hmm. is there. You know, yeah. I'm not talking about the million dollars. No, I'm not <laughs> talking about that. But I'm talking about being able to take care of yourself, being able to take care of your family. You mm-hmm. know, and those around you being able to because. If you talk about you know making a difference in the world, impacting the world, you need money for that. There is no doubt yeah. about that, you know. Yeah. So financial stability is another um, you know way I want to feel um, fulfilled, and that's that's definitely um, goal. And to you know to summarize you know everything that I've said, uh, prioritizing the things and the people that are very important to me, that are most important to me, is um, is another goal of mine. You know, if if you probably have asked me this question, say, five years ago, I probably told you, oh, I want to be a great doctor, I want to be a great sergeant, and, you know, that's it. But at the same time, knowing that, okay, in as much as you have this, you know, life of yours, there's a whole other aspect, you know, to life that, you know, is as much 
if not more important than you know your career and all that so prioritizing those things those people you know is definitely you know another goal of mine so yeah these are just a few ways that you know that wow, you know towards my goal that's deep that's really deep yeah thank you for yeah that. no problem at all <laughs> no problem this is this is really great this is really great um i was talking i was talking to my friends a couple of days and i was like oh i have you know an interview but i'm like huh i have absolutely no idea what that interview is going to be and i don't know what to, i don't know what to say and it's like hmm and they were like, don't worry, just start talking. You get motivation somehow, you know, you find the right words. And yeah, I guess I did. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you have. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So now a juicy aspect of your journey, a tad bit, okay. it's like a, a gem to share with the audience. So what has been one of your biggest obstacles in all your travels so far? So one of mm-hmm. the biggest challenges you have faced? Mm-hmm. In the whole spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys really want to know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We actually really do. <laughs> <laughs> Having that green passport, that's Nigerian passport. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so wrong. I don't know what the hell, I don't know what the hell they want to call it right now. U-A-R-U-R-E. I don't care, but... It's still that. It's still the green passport. Having that passport, ooh boy, yeah. you have no idea. Like uh, it's like once you whip that, when I'm gonna call it that thing. <laughs> once you whip it out, it's like, hmm. <laughs> Please, ma'am, go to, go to this side. Let's attend to other. It's oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> being yeah. not being having so many limitations to where you can go, so many restrictions, and mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of stereotype, really. Yeah. You know, being Nigerian, but hey, what can we do? We gotta, you know, we yeah. move. Nigerians say, yeah. ah, we move, or oh, nothing to happen. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, so um, the egg don't burn, we go move. <laughs> we move. <laughs> yeah, so that definitely is um yeah, that definitely is you know the number one challenge. And then, you know, I you know, you see I have a lot of like, you know, like, um American, Canadians, British citizens and you know, some of them get just get grants from the government and aids yeah. and loans and what oh. have you. But hey, here I am. Oh. With my green passport again, like ooh, here it is. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, Wait I have to pay. <laughs> I have to pay out of pocket, and we oh, all know how the economy yeah. is. Like, uh-huh. so yeah, it's yeah. it's something else. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That is so so true. Like, <laughs> when I when I was in school, like I made it uh-huh. a point of note. I got my I got a, a Texas ID before I got my driver's okay. license. I okay. never went around with my passport. Like my passport was <laughs> ink, and nobody saw it whatsoever. Because I know. You know that, uh, oh Lord. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. Even when I'm in the airport, airport, I, I leave the passport. When I'm in the airport, they're like, airport. I'm t- I don't care. International, <laughs> local. I don't care. Even when I'm in the passport, ma'am, come and see your passport. I just show them. Once I'm done, I'm putting it in my bag. <laughs> I just have my ticket in my hand. Like, what else you got? Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, went to the point of, I'm like, can I just show you the digital copy instead of just whooping that thing out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that is. Mm. <laughs> I mean, 
It is what it is, yeah. <laughs> and and we have gained reputations that are probably not the best for ourselves. Like I know some of them are true, some of them are not. But hey, yeah, what can you do? Where, it, it just where are you gonna start defending? Where? I, how? I know, like it's like uh, <laughs> we are not like that. But I guess that one person did do that. So it's fair, but not really. I know, right? So yeah, yeah, that definitely yeah. is a challenge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's also also quite interesting because, in the same vein that the passport is actually uh, sometimes a hindrance, people actually say that oh, like oh, all the Nigerians I know are really smart. I'm like, hmm, that's actually pretty true, because it's like it's like a filter. The ones that get to the schools are the ones that are usually motivated. So. The ones they know from schools are like, oh, like, oh, these ones are like the intense. Trust me, Han. Like, coming from Nigeria, you need you need all the motivation in the yeah, world, yeah. and it still wouldn't even be enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You need all like even when like literally like there's a physical barrier in front, you're still trying to you know get through that hurdle. Like literally, yeah. yeah. Running to walls, running again, <laughs> again, 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 trying to find yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, one moment of, of of silence or one moment of of, of a sigh. <laughs> the are real. Oh, it's very real, man. It is very real. Yeah, yeah well, it is. But hey, praise the Lord. There are times I wonder why was I born in Nigeria, but other times I'm like, Lord, thank you, because I mean, it's it's one thing to be able to see all this culture thing, but. To have a place you can come back to that's is home and it's like you can just exactly that's, that's, I know no, that that is there that is there yeah and and there's another thing also like being being African I would say because mm-hmm. I've met you know a bunch of Africans I've met Americans Europeans mm-hmm. being African there's a there's a lot of um there's a there's a sauce or a spice that comes yeah. with it oh there you know oh, people are like. Is it your African? Oh, <laughs> I know I that's so cool. You know, I know how <laughs> the so motherland, cool. and I'm like, yeah, I'm the queen to the motherland. Yeah. <laughs> and do it's like have, there is. Lions? Did you ride horses? Yeah, I'm like, school? yeah, we we yeah. we use um, plantain leaves and stuff to have you know to eat. We don't have plates. We use oh, our I fingers and shit. Someone that oh, that would have really messed with their minds. What? <laughs> you know, they act so really funny. And some of them act like, do you guys have clothes there? Do you guys wear clothes? Um, like, no, I eat plantain no. leaves with tie now. Come yeah, on, and, and cobwebs, we use, bamboo, like, bamboo straps, and everything. That's what we use. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny it's, but you know but like i was saying um being african you know you know given the, the our background and where we came from definitely definitely makes us you know especially when we come out it makes us appreciate life you know yeah, in ways that nobody would you know and it it's not you don't read you don't read that off the internet or you don't read that off the book mm-hmm. no matter how much you yeah. have to experience it to really understand that yo there is so many there are so many aspects to life that you know, no one is going to, you know, teach you about. You just have to experience it. So, you know, you see, you know, the average African out there appreciates mm-hmm. life in, you know, in a very special way. So it is a gift. Yeah. It is a gift. It that's a that's gift. definitely an upside to it. Yeah. And yeah. that's one thing that we really hope to capture here in this podcast. The average African, like, 
people's experiences. Like this is life. People, this is life, yo. This is this life. is it. And it's, this is it. It doesn't it doesn't get different than this. It, yeah. This is it. Yeah. You know, experiences mm-hmm. are so are so diverse. Like, let's say we have like in a, in a, a month's time, uh, someone from Tanzania coming on the podcast. You hear their own story. It's like wow. Exactly. This is quite interesting. That's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's almost similar. I'll say stories are similar. I mean, I'll let you guys be a judge for, of that in the next few weeks as we move along. But stories are mm-hmm. so similar, but d- different in the way that you're like, huh, these experiences are like shared. It's like, sure. there's like a theme, a common theme around, around sure. all of this stuff. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, that's that too. There's so, that too. Okay. So we're getting to the end of this interview now. So what advice would you have for younger Africans seeking to move to make the trips out of the their country seeking to find mm-hmm. either greener pastures or educational pastures or whatever yeah. they're doing yeah mm-hmm. yeah so so coming here you meet you meet people different people you know that have different goals and different reasons why they came out you know why they decided to leave all the way from Nigeria to come wherever you know so one thing definitely is that you should definitely have have a goal set a goal for yourself know what you want for yourself you know and even if you don't know like you don't have like a concrete plan to how you're going to achieve that goal that's fine you figure it out you know besides like plans keep changing so the plan that you have you had 5 years ago is it's probably not the plan that's working for you right now you know, so it's okay. It's okay if you haven't figured it out. Nobody, nobody comes to this life, you know, figuring out, you know, their lives. But it is, it is important to have a goal, have a, have, um, at least have the goal, you know, which drives you, you know, have something that you're very passionate about, you know, and never forget that, you know, eyes on the ball all the time, eyes on the ball, because there's so many things, there's so many million and one distractions out here. You know, yeah, and yeah. it's so easy to just lose focus on the reason yeah. why you're here. It is very easy because life is going to happen. You know, nobody, nobody knows what tomorrow is going to throw at you. But knowing that, okay, yeah, this is what I'm set out to do. This is who I am. This is who I want to be. This is, this is what my, I want my life to be centered on. You know, it is very important. And trust me, that's going to get you through, you know, your days and all. So um, have a goal. Know what you want for yourself. Know what you want out of life. You know, and... No matter what, no matter how much, how shaky the ground is, you know, never, never, never lose sight of that. Never lose focus on that. It is, it's not going to be easy. It's way easier said than done, but, you know, you just, you just gotta, you know, try to get to the finish line and, you know, know the things that are important to you, the people that are important to you, the aspects of life that are, that, that it is, that are important to you and prioritize that, you know, because there's just going to be so many things that, oh, that need your attention, but hey, you're only one person, you know, and try to prioritize those things that are most important to you. And, you know, above all, have God as your number one person. Have God as your number one, as your friend, as your father, as your brother, as your sister, you know. And don't just run to him when things are bad, you know, even when things are amazing, when things are great. Still have him as your person, you know. It's easy to come out here and, you know, lose sight of that. It really is. Because life here is, is quite different. But at the same time, you know, just having that personal relationship with God, you know, is it definitely makes all the difference in the world. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's really, really powerful. 
Can you hear me now? Okay, I can hear you now. Okay. The thank you very much. The, that's really, really, really powerful. Thank you, too. Thank you, too, for bringing so, me out, you know, out here. <laughs> yeah, so two more questions. You're into motivational speaking. Will and I say that? Speaking to audiences. I mean, okay. what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> what would you so say? So I, I, I definitely would be, I, I call, mm, okay, motivation, I guess you could say that, but it's more like public speaking. Public yeah. speaking? Okay, yeah, okay. Pub- public public speaking, speaking, yeah. About, mm-hmm. um, about what, what kind of topic? Mostly healthcare. Mostly healthcare, healthcare medicine. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, mostly, so, okay, yeah. I won't call it, I won't say motivation, also, so public speaking, healthcare. Yeah. So how can, how can the audience reach you? How can we, um, yes. Um, so, I mean, you could connect with me through pretty much any of this, uh, social media platform. You could email me, um, don't text me, <laughs> email okay. me, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, you know, whatever. Let's, let's, you know, get in touch in that level first. And then, okay, yeah, good. then we could, you know, work our way through it. Yeah. Okay. Good. So I will get the information and I'll put that on in the links below so you can check out her Instagram page there and other information down there so you can connect with Ohanu, Ezine, Mary, Angela. Yes, yes. I'll be very, very happy to receive any emails, any, you know, DMs, whatever, you know, however way you want to reach out to me, I will try to reach, you know, to respond when I can. Yeah. So last question, the very final question. Drum roll, please. <laughs> so, big picture question when you die mm-hmm. what do you want to be remembered as hmm. that's a very that's a very huge question oh, so <laughs> you know how they say oh life is too short live your yeah, life uh-huh. da, 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 da. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not going to come out here telling you life is too short because damn right <laughs> life is too short <laughs> but I think I think that's that's a good question but at the same time I I think I'm more focused and more um particular you know to like what can I be remembered for while I'm alive right now you know mm-hmm. what can I do to make that difference now that I'm alive as opposed to I don't want to wait until I die before people be like, oh, yeah, she did this. Oh, yeah, she was this kind of a person. Oh, yeah, she was. No. Now that I'm alive, what can I be remembered for? What can I do? You know, what can I, what, what will be my signature or whatever, assignment or whatever? You know, and it's like, that. I think that that's more important than, mm-hmm. oh, when you die, da, da, da. Yeah. So I'm not going to come and repeat everything that I said in the beginning. Yeah. But, you know, I think, I think that, that kind of like throws a light on that. But um we are we are gonna die one day. That's definitely um so uh I just I just wanna be a very simple person. You know, I definitely I always tell my friends, oh I'm a woman of my words. I shouldn't be saying that. They should know it. But <laughs> but um but at the same time I I definitely wanna be um remembered or at least known for you know someone who is very passionate about whatever thing I'm doing. It doesn't matter how little, it doesn't matter how, you know, huge. I definitely want to be a very passionate person. Remembered as a very passionate, um, passionate person and impersonable as well, but in a good way, you know, and, you know, someone who is very goal driven and, you know, you know, doesn't have to wait for, 
you know, the big moments for me to make a difference or make, you know, an impact. So I, that kind of like summarizes everything. But like I said, know that now that I'm alive, I want to be able to, you know, show that aspect of me, you know, live that life while I'm alive as opposed to waiting until, you know, the end time and all. Yeah. Thank you very much. Wow. No problem Once again, at all. A big round of applause. Everyone who's listening, wherever you are, please a round of applause, please. That, that, <laughs> yeah, I can hear a bit of that clap, but that clap is too low. Come on, clap, <laughs> clap. Yeah, I see you. You're almost clapping. Please right? see me. Yes, clap. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very much for being on this show. Okay, that's it Thank for you us so much guys. for having me. Mm-hmm. That's all we have time for today. Watch out for the next one and the next one and the next one. So stay tuned for more. And that's another episode of The Average Action. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, everyone.